0: yep so we're looking uh, part two uh, we're looking at the holy spirit and um, i didn't get to uh, hear what john said from last week uh, till about friday stroke saturday and um, some of the things that god was sort of putting into my mind i was putting in my notes anyway uh, was already coming into line with what john had been saying So, um, you know, some of the things I'm going to be saying uh, will follow and come in line exactly with what John was saying. Hallelujah. And, uh, you know, the good news is, you know, we, like Sid has been saying, we miss the mark, we make mistakes, we get it wrong, but God the Holy Spirit never makes mistakes. He gets it right first time, all the time, every time. And like Sid was saying earlier, if we're open and we're listening to what God's telling us to do and we're open and we're hearing the Holy Spirit, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get it right and, uh, and we'll be doing what God wants us to do. Hallelujah. So a bit like John, I'd like to start right at the beginning. But before I sort of start there, I want to just sort of go back a little bit from that. And focus on the words, uh, and again it's to do with the Holy Spirit, focus on the words of John 3.3, 3, when Jesus was telling us that, you know, we must be born again, we must be born again of the kingdom of God, of the spirit of God, to get into the kingdom of God and to see the kingdom of God. Yeah. And uh, we know that Nicodemus, uh, a religious leader of the Jews, uh, you know, he came to Jesus by night and all you theologians out there you would have sussed this out and got it all right but for a long time, you know and sometimes like John was saying earlier you know, we, 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 uh, and we, are, we are changing you know, we, 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 um, we, we haven't arrived yet but we've definitely left and you know, there are things in our lives where we, we can be and we are religious so i used to think and believe about this nicodemus guy that you know he came to jesus by night the bible says so i was thinking he was like he was shy or he was hiding or you know he didn't want no one else to know that um you know he wanted to do all in secret and i was thinking look he's sneaking around in the dark you know he didn't want any other people to see that he was meeting with jesus and um and one day I heard another preacher putting you know, a different perspective on it and he was saying this and I was like, wow! I've never seen it that way before and, uh, and he's right, he was saying that you know, the reason or one of the reasons that Nicodemus could have gone to Jesus is because of quality of time, it meant business with God, you know, he was truly looking and searching so it's not that he was trying to hide himself from other people or do it in secret but the fact that quality of time, you know, he wanted to be alone with Jesus, he wanted to focus and uh, be completely in that relationship with Jesus because he it, it was, it was truly searching and uh, you know, for any of us before you teach on the Holy Spirit you can't presume that people are born again. You know, uh, um, to come into God's spirit, we know from John 3.3 that Jesus said we must be born again. We must be like Abraham, become a friend of God. We must become into relationship with the living Lord Jesus. And you know, going back myself some years, you know, there's nothing, uh, it's not rocket science to become a friend of God. Um, you know, going back some years, I simply went in my bedroom and I asked Jesus to come into my life, to change my heart uh, uh, and, uh, and, to, uh, and to save me uh, and um, become a reality in my heart and in my life. And that's when we do that, and, and, we, and, and just, we, we know in God's word in the Bible, it tells us in, in Acts and other places that if we believe on him, if we call upon his name we can be we will be saved hallelujah and uh, and like john was saying earlier 2 Corinthians 5 17 is that you know when we come born again we're brand new people in christ we're brand new the old is gone hallelujah there's a brand new spirit in us that born again spirit of god hallelujah and so in John 16 verses 8, it says this. John, if you've got your Bible, says John, John chapter 16, verse 8, verse 8. And it's saying this. And these three things that Jesus mentioned all come into line. We've been born again. Uh, all come into line. We've been in the kingdom of God coming out of darkness and into light it says this and when he referring to the holy spirit when he has come he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment of sin of righteousness and of judgment and that all refers to being born again the kingdom of god the new the new birth hallelujah being born again of the spirit conviction of sin conviction of righteousness conviction of of judgment these three equal coming out of darkness into light coming into God's killing kingdom hallelujah the new birth and um, some some of you here might remember this guy there's a guy I think on the television a guy called Bob Monkhouse And he used to say this, I know I'm a sinner, but make me a winner. And tonight, if you're born again of the Spirit of God, truly in God you are already a winner. Hallelujah. There's a song that says, In God I know I have won. And you know, we in God are already winners. We're not trying to become a winner, like Bob Monkhouse was either by money or other material things. But in God, each and every one of us are winners. Hallelujah. So, like John was saying, the beginning, the, the, the Holy Spirit, the first mention of the Holy Spirit in God's word is in Genesis 1, verse 2. That's where it started. And if you want to turn to your Bible... Uh, in Genesis 1 verse 2 it tells us there that the spirit of God was moving over the face of the the earth and I I, I wrote this down in in the Amplified and this is what it says from the Amplified it says that the earth was without form and empty and waste darkness was upon the face of the very great deep the Spirit of God was moving, hovering, brooding over the face of the waters. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. And we know, uh, as we've been saying on previous weeks, that you know we worship God in spirit and in truth. Amen. That's how we worship him, in spirit and in truth. and then also again in 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 in, in genesis it tells us this in genesis 1 verse 26 it tells us that and it tells us this that um then god said let us make man in our image according to our likeness let them have dominion over the fish of the sea over the birds of the air over the cattle over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth the bible tells us that God said let us 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 and uh, let us make man in our there's a us and there's a our that's referring to the Godhead the father the son and the Holy Spirit We've got a plural there. We've got an "us" and we've got an "our". And, um, and, and, and there's a, another um, bit there, right in the, towards the end of it. The good news is, it's telling us that each and every one of us have dominion over the earth. Amen. Hallelujah! God has put you and I in charge of the earth. Uh, he's given us dominion over these things. We are in authority. So right there, we've got a, a we've got um, an us and an our, and then in Matthew, in Matthew, in the New Testament, we've got a parallel to that. In Matthew twenty-eight verse nine, there is a par- parallel to when God said, "Let us make man in our image." Matthew twenty-eight verse nineteen tells us this. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations baptising them in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah! So that's just a parallel between those two scriptures. As we're looking at the Holy Spirit, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit—all part of the Godhead. Hallelujah! And we know, we know that um, in the Old Testament, back in the Old Testament, the power of God came upon a person for a particular purpose, for a particular work, and then it left them. It came on them, and it came off them Whatever uh, God was leading them and guiding them to do The Holy Spirit came upon them, the power of God But then, at a later date, it left them uh, uh. But the good news is, for you and for me um, In the New Testament, um, it all changed It completely and totally changed, hallelujah, forever Never to be the same ever again. Um, Jesus tells us that you know He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. I will be. I will be with you always, even to the end of the age, to the end of the world. Um, and like we've been hearing that, and like Sid was saying that you know, when we are faithless, He is still faithful. So the Holy Spirit. It's all changed now. Totally, totally. We thank God for the Old Testament. But we thank God for the New Testament. Because it is a New Testament. A new change. Completely different. uh, And, uh, you know, now that we've got the Holy Spirit in the New Testament. He's never going to leave us. He's never going to forsake us. He's always going to be with you. And he's always going to be in you. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus said this in John 16 verse 7 Again looking at the Holy Spirit And the reason and the purpose why the Holy Spirit had to come The reason and the purpose why when we come to the New Testament It all did completely change Like we were saying back in the old the Holy Spirit left them it, to, to do the purpose and, and the job that God wanted them to do but in the New Testament you know um, the, God's Holy Spirit never leaves us right. Amen. he's with us always and it says this in John chapter 16 verse 7 it says this nevertheless I tell you the truth it is to your advantage that I go away For if I do not go away, the helper, the Holy Spirit, will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you, and he will be with you. Jesus there is talking about the Holy Spirit. The reason that Jesus was going away, uh, his life, his death, and his resurrection, was because of that very fact that... The reason he was going away was so that he could send the Holy Spirit. And we know that earlier on, you know, Jesus, as he's doing his ministry, you know, he could only be in one place at one time, uh, uh, helping and dealing with people. But because Jesus went away, now we have the Holy Spirit in the body of Christ leading and guiding us as we listen and hear his voice hallelujah so for us today you know what does the spirit do who is the spirit what is his work what is he like uh what does it mean to you and to me hallelujah So the Bible tells us, you know, that the Holy Spirit, like John was saying last week, he is a real person. He's a person of the Godhead. He's not a force or a gas or an entity or a blob. The Holy Spirit, he's a real person. Amen. And he will lead us and guide us. He's a person of the Trinity. And okay, we know that that word Trinity may not be in the Bible, but, you know, we've got a Father, we've got a Son, and we've got a Holy Spirit, um, the Godhead, uh, that we can know, that we can be in relationship with, that we can love, that we can worship, that we can follow in spirit and in truth. And it tells us this in John... 16 in John 16 verses 13 to 15 it says however when he the spirit of truth has come he will guide you into all truth he will not speak on his own authority but whatever he hears he will speak and he will tell you of things to come, verse 14, he will glory me and he will take what is mine and declare it to you. all things that the Father has are mine, therefore I said to you, there, I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. <coughs> So the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is a person, a real person of the Godhead. It tells us then in Acts 8 verse 29, talking of the Spirit of God. The Spirit was telling Philip, in Acts 8 verse 29, it tells us this. Then the Spirit said to Philip, Go near and overtake this chariot. See, the the Holy Spirit is a person. Like John was saying last week, he's a real person of the attributes of the Godhead of his character. And then in Ephesians 4 verse 30 It tells us this And John was highlighting this last week He was saying this last week It says in Ephesians 4 verse 30 And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God By whom you were sealed For the day of redemption do not grieve him. Why? Because he's a person. Hallelujah. Part of the Godhead. He's a person that we can grieve. He's a person that he can be upset. You know, he's not a glass. He's not a gas or a force. We know that other people, other faiths uh, uh, and teachings try to make out that the Holy Spirit is a force, but he is not. The Holy Spirit is. A person hallelujah a real person who can lead us and guide us and speak to speak to us as we listen I remember um, some time back um, just very quickly some time back I knew that God wanted me to go to I've got um, two friends husband and wife and children and family that live in Bude Cornwall And i knew that god wanted me to go to bud to pray for his wife because his wife had cancer and uh, here's the good news hallelujah the good news you know when when you and i focus on jesus do you know who gets left behind south south goes to the bottom of the list and you don't care what it's going to cost you in money time and whatever because your focus is on him hallelujah your focus is on jesus and you're doing what he's telling you to do you're doing what you you're doing what you know that god wants you to do and you come last Uh, the bible tells us that jesus set his face like a flint and i can honestly say that you know my face was set like a flint you know that my whole purpose of going there was to pray for his wife And uh, so I went to um, Beaud uh, and seen them and I said, you know, can I pray for your wife? And they said, yes. And I prayed for her. Not that we need thanks, but afterwards they thanked me. And today, you know, his wife is whole, she's well. um, They're living there happily, completely. Healed of cancer, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Is that is that good news? You know, is, is God good? You know, Amen. and uh, you know He gets it right all the time, every time. And uh, when we listen to His voice and we do what we know He's encouraging us to do, I knew that God wanted me to go uh, to. Uh, to build in Cornwall, to pray for his wife. Hallelujah. We know the Apostle Paul said that he must decrease, and Jesus must increase. Hallelujah. And that's us. When we decrease, Jesus on the inside of us can increase. And we know over um, uh, previous time, and uh, you know, said as said to us and told us you now. Because uh, the Bible tells us, doesn't it, that um, the, the work of Jesus, his life, his death, his resurrection, the Bible tells us that the, he went back to God the Father and he sat down at the right hand yeah. of God the Father. And Sid asks us on many occasions, like, where is God right now? Mm-hmm. And some people generally tend to say, well, look, Jesus is at the right hand of God the Father. But the truth is, for you and for me, right now, he's living on the inside of us uh, by the power of his Holy Spirit. That's where he is, because he'll never leave you, he'll never forsake you. Hallelujah. How did you know you had to go to view? How? Because the Holy Spirit was... How? Okay, yeah, um... Inside my mind and my heart, we know, and it's true, and the Bible speaks of this, the Bible, some people hear the audible voice of God, and you know, they can hear it, but, um, but also, um, I just knew on the inside of my heart, that's what God wanted me to do. <laughs> some people say it's the still the still small voice of God you know and um, you know we can you can uh, in God's word there's all those ministry gifts you can have it that God speaks to you audibly people have had that um, we can hear from God um, whoever it may be by word of knowledge Uh, 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 by word of encouragement, by reading his word, just by reading the word of God, because the Bible tells us that all, from Genesis to Revelation, all scripture is God-breathed. And, uh, you know, in that word, it is life and it is spirit. By reading the word, people on different occasions have said, you know, that as they've been reading God's word, something in the word has jumped out of them. Uh, and they knew that that was what was God wanted them to do. And so I knew I had to go to Bude to pray for his wife um, to be healed from this cancer. Hallelujah. So who is the Holy Spirit? Who is it? He? he is a person. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is a person. The Bible also tells us that the Holy Spirit is also God. In Luke chapter In Luke 4 verse 18 it tells us this It says there the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor The Holy Spirit Is also God and also in two Corinthians 13 and verse 13 verse 14 it says this the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit will be with you all amen 2 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 4 verse 14 2 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 14 The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit will be in you all men. amen the Holy Spirit he's a person the Holy Spirit he is God hallelujah and in John 16 verse 13 it tells us that he will guide you into all truth He will guide you into all truth. And here's some truths about the Holy Spirit. Some truths about the Holy Spirit. And um, that, that was one of the verses to it. Truths about the Holy Spirit. He will guide you into all truth. So here's some truth about the Holy Spirit. He knows everything. John 16 verse 13. He is all-powerful, Acts 1, verse 8. He's the author of the Bible, 1 Peter 1, verse 21. He teaches us about Jesus, 1 Corinthians 2, verse 12. He's another good one, he lives in all believers, Romans 8, verse 9 and he gives you the power to live hallelujah romans 8 verse 12 truths about the holy spirit and like we've been hearing and like john was saying earlier he makes us like jesus and this is what it says in 2 corinthians chapter 3 verse 18 he makes us like jesus says this but we all with unveiled face behold as in the mirror the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory just as by the Spirit of the Lord hallelujah so he makes us like Jesus he assures us Romans 8 verse chapter 14 verse 16 his work is in the church Ephesians 5 18 to 20 and Revelation 3 verse 16 truths about the Holy Spirit he knows everything He's all powerful. He's the author of the Bible. He reveals us. He reveals Jesus to us. He lives in all believers. He gives you the power to live. He makes us to be like Jesus. He assures you his work is in the church. Hallelujah. Is this good news? Are we blessed? We are. All the time. Amen. The Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit will be in you and be in your heart, hallelujah. The result of that is that Jesus will be made real to you and to me by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit makes Jesus real to us, hallelujah. And in the natural, in the natural, the disciples knew Jesus on a natural level. How? They could descri- Because the disciples were with Jesus in the natural, they could describe him physically. They could tell you the colour of his eyes, the colour of his skin, how tall he was, how he walked, the sound of his voice. The ministry of Jesus, his sermons, his his parables, they saw the signs and wonders that Jesus did because they were with him in the natural. But the Holy Spirit would make Jesus real to them in the spiritual realm when he was not there. Hallelujah. The Bible is in two parts. It's 66 books with some 40 or 40 writers, the Old Testament and the New Testament. There's 39 books in the Old and 27 books in the New. And both the Old and the New Testament are equally inspired. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us that holy men of God spoke as they were moved or carried along. By the Holy Spirit And the Bible tells us that All scripture is inspired By the Holy Spirit And like John was saying earlier That you know We can't take a scripture Out of context You have to compare Genesis With Revelation and Psalms And all the other books Because if we take it out of context It becomes a pretext And uh, We're not supposed to do that And it's not good practice to do that. The Greek word in relation to the Holy Spirit literally means someone who comes alongside you. Someone who comes alongside you, to lead you, to guide you, to be your helper. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is the person that comes alongside to lead and to guide and to help us. And he's our helper all the time, every time. Hallelujah. And if you look at Matthew 3... Verse 16, it's there speaking about Jesus, Jesus being baptised. And it says this Matthew 3, verse 16 says this Then Jesus, when he had been baptized, came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and a lightning on him. And then verse 17 says this And suddenly a voice came from heaven saying this is my beloved son in whom i am well pleased hallelujah so there we have jesus being baptized in water and then the holy spirit coming upon him and uh, in closing here's some good news for each and every one of you to encourage you hallelujah it tells us there that the bible says in relation to jesus the son it says, in whom I am well pleased. And can and tonight, church, each and every one of you right now, hallelujah, God is well pleased yes. with you. Yes. God wants you to know that He is well pleased with you. And I want to encourage you in that. You know, He's great, He greatly loves you all the time, no matter what. You the Bible tells us that you are greatly loved by Him. And the good news is that you are, by God, He is well pleased with each and every one of you like now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is that good news? You, God is well pleased with you and you are blessed by Him to the max. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. yes lord we do just thank you um, for what we heard tonight and uh, we just pray that we will um, meditate on it think about it believe it and uh, not only that but that we will put it into practice Mm. you encourage us to hear your word to act upon your word to believe your word and then to put it into practice to be a doer of the word and we thank you that we are greatly loved hallelujah we thank you that tonight you are well pleased with us hallelujah that you are well pleased with each and every single person in this meeting tonight and that we are loved greatly by you and we thank you that right now the Holy Spirit is on the inside of us leading us and guiding us and uh, encouraging us with, with, with words of light of words of wisdom and you just want us to um, focus more and more on you and listen to what the Spirit of God is saying. Hallelujah. We thank you that in you we are winners hallelujah that in you we have the victory Amen. that we in you we are more than conquerors Amen. and that we in you we can as your word says it do greater works yes. your word says that greater works than this shall you do in my name hallelujah Amen. so we just continue to thank you to praise you and to worship you And I pray that, Lord, that for each and every one of us, that that will be our experience. And like Sid was saying, that it won't be just our experience on a Sunday or in the week at a Bible study, but that that will be our experience 24-7. Hallelujah. That we just set our face like a flint each and every moment and each and every day. We just focus upon you. And let everything else um, go fade into the background as we listen to the Holy Spirit and we be encouraged by him and we let him lead us and guide us. And we just thank you and praise you because we are greatly loved and greatly blessed in Jesus name. Amen.